I, I detect the sounds of a not a Nick Vember song, which means we're in December. And it also means we've been in December for a while. Welcome to Real Rod in the Podcast. The podcast where we watch movies underneath 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. We are, are officially in holiday season, everybody. Woo! It's Nick's favorite season. Uh, Steven's third favorite season behind... Uh, Binge drinking and July Fourth. No, no, I really want to know what holidays do you think I the super do you do you think I think you personally Christmas? you personally yeah. supersede Christmas. I would say you're a real uh, you're a real Arbor Day guy. Arbor mm, Day. Mm. Uh, it's close. Four twenty. No. Four twenty. No. no. See that. See. <laughs> see. You know. You're totally wrong there. You don't know who I am. Uh, uh, supersedes. What would a- actually supersede Christmas? Uh, Caesar Chavez Day. Caesar Chavez, uh, the greatest all day, all election time day. holiday. Yeah, election be surprised. Day. Yep. Election day because it should be a holiday. Hashtag yep. make it a holiday. There we go. Yeah, we're a politically active uh, podcast. Yeah, we're a political podcast. This uh, is a political podcast, but this is real rotten too. And I'm Steve Ramirez. I'm Nick Lyons, and we are joined by an esteemed guest. First, Kyle. Kyle's here. Uh, welcome, Kyle. Hey there. Okay, thanks, Kyle. Uh, yeah, as I'm, you, a, I'm, uh, I'm here. As everybody knows, the fact check has been burned to the ground. Still. Alex Kalajakis yep. will Once not again. be joining us ever again on the podcast. Maybe you know, maybe soon, but not not. Yeah, what he what he do again? Can what he do again? Uh, we don't talk about the lost episode on the podcast. Okay, okay. The lost episode is is lost. It's lost. It's something. It's some of our best work, but it's something we don't speak of. We keep it on the DL. But we are returned by somebody that I did write a quick intro song for. Oh, nice. Uh, here it goes. Hit the road, Jack, and please come back. Yes, more, yes, more, yes, more, yes, more. Hit the road, Jack sends back, and he's giving some more. What you say? Star was special. Uh our friend only joins us on special episodes, and this one is a special episode because it's our first ever TV movie. It's our first ever TV special. It's our first ever something so bad that the audience hated it worse than the critics. This is the Star Wars Holiday Special, and we are being joined by none other than Jackson Bungard. Jackson, welcome back to the podcast. Returning champion. Hey, guys. Happy to be back. You know, it's always nice to be back, and uh, we appreciate you. Jackson, what episode I, were you on last time? Uh, Electra. Yes, the Electra <laughs> episode. That is Godfather Part 2 compared to this. Great episode. No, Great well, episode. we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. You can't, you can't say that yet. I can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, since people... I wish I was here under better circumstances. Yeah. It's, we, no, you're not. No, you don't. We're back under no, shelter you in don't. place. You say that, but you don't, because you're you're an expert. No. That's why we brought you on the show. You're you're Nothing the one that introduced us uh, to the full travesty that is the Star Wars Hall This is our first Star Wars movie. First Star Wars canon. Uh, we might have one more, but it's that's, canon. that's it. I'm sorry, it's canon. It it got released in the 70s. It might as well be canon. Actually, there are parts of it are that are current canon, which I can get into later. Oh, we will. We will. But first, we want to get to know you again. Uh, this is the only game we're going to play. It's called Jack's Son. Uh, you are Jackson. Which Jack do you want to be your dad? Uh, we're going to name four people named Jack, and you choose which one you want to be your dad. Okay, I'll, I'll say one guy, and then we'll bounce back and forth between me and Steven. I'm going Captain Jack. Uh, first one. 
Cap- who- like Captain Jack Sparrow? Captain Jack Sparrow, yeah. Who's your uh, Who's your next? Oh, pick? it's an either or choice. So Captain He's, Jack Sparrow. It's like a, a B C or D. So I I oh. gave him an A. You're giving him B. I'll give him a C. You give him a D. Uh, Jack Shepard. Okay. Oh, from Lost. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Jack Daniels, the fictional alcohol dad. <laughs> Jack Nicklaus. Jack Nicklaus, the the true alcohol dad. <laughs> Jack Nicklaus, the golfer. Okay, yeah. yeah, there you go. There's your four dads, Jackson. Uh, which dad are you choosing to raise you from birth? Well, I am actually a son of Jack. Um, I'm gonna. Oh, go that's right. Jack you're you're Nicholas. a number, right? Aren't you a number, Jackson? No, I'm no. My dad's Jack. I'm just Jack's son. Uh, they, wow! They oh, wow! That one. How That's real Viking of you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you knew your dad was a hipster in 1964. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Jack Nicholas because I feel like I get two dads because I feel like Jack Daniels won't be far behind. Oh man! Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, he's a supplemental father. We all know that. We don't have time for that. We have time for movie news, though. Doc Ock is back. Everybody, everybody, Alfred. Doc Ock is back. What the fuck? Spider-Verse! Spider-Verse! Is it done? How much is in there? Uh, yeah, Alfred Molina is allegedly back for Spider-Man 3. This is huge. This is huge. This and is we're not huge. talking Venom Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. It is, uh, what is the title for Remember? this third one? It has to involve home, right? It's time for a really quick top five. Top five. Number one, Doc Ock. Number two, Sandman. Doesn't matter. Oh, Doc wow. Ock is the only, is the best superhero yeah, villain of all time. Question. All time. Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker is a far second to Doc Ock. Kyle, are you triggered? Oh, we got no answer. So, so he's obviously okay with it. All right, good to know. <laughs> Kyle agrees. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you right. guys know we're getting more than just Molina too, though. Right? I don't agree. Allegedly, I don't yeah. Agree. So in here, sorry. Oh yeah, I don't you, agree. Is it yeah. because of the Spider Verse? Absent-minded. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Jackson, confirmed? go ahead. I, wait, has it not been? I thought it was confirmed. Has it not been? There's a lot of things confirmed. Uh, but you go right ahead and tell us. Fill we're us getting in. Kirsten Dunst back, right? Yeah. It's MJ and we're getting Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield, right? Yeah, we're getting we're getting Emma Stone back. Whew. We're getting yeah, Zendaya Andrew, back. We're getting uh, well, Zendaya, yeah, we're Zendaya. getting Andrew Garfield back. We're getting Tobes back. Wow, it's just it's crazy what's going on. They're doing a live action Speederverse. I couldn't believe it. Is there anything better than this? I think this might be the best idea anybody has had. The 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 best idea second uh, or first to this second it would be uh, into into the Spider Verse too, which is which is in the works as well. Yeah. So so I don't know. The I don't know what's going to be. The better. only thing that could beat the Spider Man universe is the Batman universe with all the same guys as Batman. Uh, any other movie news you wanted to report, Kyle? I know you have something up your sleeve. Uh, I have nothing. Oh, you didn't want to talk about uh, the HBO Max Warner deal? <laughs> oh, I guess we can talk there. about that. That we're never, yeah, we get to watch theater movies from home now. Yeah, we got a problem. We got a problem. Uh, can I get a red alert noise? Do you have a red alert noise? Um, yeah. What do you have a problem with? Yeah, here's my Movie theaters are dying, Kyle, and you're going to sit here and tell me I don't have a fucking problem? <laughs> we love the movies. Red alert, red alert, red I mean, alert. We love the movies, but yeah. Uh, slowly Red dying. Alert. We'll be able to watch. You know, <laughs> that's the right. what's Wonder Woman coming out, right? Wonder Woman, Dune, Dune, everything. Space Every, Jam Two. Every Warner Brothers, the next Batman, the Batman, the is, Batman. It's gonna be on HBO. Yeah. yeah. 
And the worst, the travesty of this all is... Well, it's concurrent. I will be the devil's advocate and say it's concurrent. Yeah, but since not as much people are going to the movies, are they going to charge more for the tickets? That's my problem. That's where I'm coming from. If, if this makes it so that movie theaters are like, there's no way we can make up this gap, we're still charging the same price, then I'm okay with it. But if this is like, movie theaters are like, well, if you want to see the movie theater experience, here's $30 ticket to see the Batman. Fuck that. I'm going to watch exactly it. That's exactly what's going to happen. You know how much a, a, a year subscription to HBO Max is? Ha- $30. <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> get half of it there. Like, what the fuck? So, yep, that's I, what's going to happen. So I'm starting a uh, boycott in which we burn every H- HBO Max to the ground. There uh, is a structure. All the IMAX theaters. Yeah, you're talking about you? structures named HBO Max. How do they stream <laughs> things besides the structure? <laughs> Jackson, how are we going to fight this? I I think we need a grassroots movement. Grassroots. We, we have to get the people on the streets. Marijuana's not going to solve this problem, Jackson. People on the streets. Yeah, we got to get people out there. I mean, you, you bring <laughs> just like that the into 60s. Do you think people would be mad if me and you and Steven led a, a march and then people were like, oh, cool, a new march. Like, let's join yeah. it. But it was all about uh, closing movie theaters. <laughs> two, two, two gaunt a white fellows and a pudgy white fellow yeah. walking down a the lot street. Of people would be mad about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, they're going to sell a lot of well, tickets. If we want to get a lot of people, we just show up to a Stop the Mask rally, but we start saying Stop the Max and see if it's close enough. Stop the Max. Maybe get them chanting with Oh, us. I like that God, idea. that is an incredible idea. Wow. <laughs> wow. This this is going to, A, launch our podcast off off the, uh, we're on like level one still, right? Probably. Uh, no, we're on P2. We're, we're not, yeah, we're P2. Yeah, we're, we're P2. P2. Parking lot level two. So it's below ground level. It sounds but like we're Scientology. Still... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're on, we're on P2. That, that's going to launch us to ground level. Is this stop the max? Stop the max, and then oh, Jackson, I love it. You're on board. You're our new creative director. Congratulations, Kyle. You've been. Uh, I know you didn't know that you were creative director, but you're not anymore. Wow. Anyway, it's Kyle time will to be talk over about for the onboarding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time to talk about what we're here to talk about. I guess um, Wait, laser, light as well. Lasers. Oh wait, no, there weren't really any lasers. Uh, cartoon part. Cartoon. The only yeah, lasers. there were some lasers in <laughs> no, that. They had they had a uh, Tie Fighter uh, sequences in the uh, dur- yeah. in the inner little. Uh, yeah, the stock footage cuts. from A New Hope. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get it. It was there, worse though. than that because it was just the Falcon at, um, on a horizontal plane, not moving, and just models moving behind it. Oh, I think you mean flat. I think you mean the Falcon. The Falcon. yeah, the Falcon. Yeah, the we're Falcon. gonna get into okay, that. There we go. Uh, yeah. But this is the Star Wars holiday special, a la 1978. This is a lost quote unquote treasure um, uh, yeah. from from TV from yeah. TV's uh, heyday, like a cursed treasure, like the kind of treasure where you dig it up and it has gold. It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. It's like the the treasure that you dig up, worth a lot of money, but then it turns you into Skeleton Man every night. Yeah, yeah. Here's the here's the clear cut example of you that. You best start believing in Star Wars, Miss Turner. You're about to hear one. Hey, CBS, what's coming on? Friday, blast off to a galaxy far, far away. It's the Star Wars Holiday Special, starring all your Star Wars favorites. Will Chewbacca get home to his planet in time for the big Wookiee holiday celebration? Watch and find out. Then on Flying High, the girls put it on and take it off. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think either one of us is going to get much sleep tonight. Join us for a far-out Friday, beginning at 8, 7 <laughs> Central and Mountain. You're on. Tomorrow on CBS. <laughs> so, so, 
Wait, first problem. Wasn't wasn't Star Wars a 20th century Fox production? Was it? It was. Uh, I Why, believe CBS yeah. bought the rights for the television special, but <laughs> at the We're end, it still says like 20th Century Fox. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the oh studio, but they're God. it's just like how um, how Friends is uh, distributed by NBC, but owned by uh, Warner Brothers. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The the, qu- sort of the real question is did did 20th Century Fox already know the product and then sell it to CBS for like two million dollars? <laughs> that, that's probably what happened. That's we're gonna, had to we're be gonna what get happened. into that. Um, you know, you know, Nick, uh, you take it away. Uh, let's uh, let's kick it off for for real this time. In actuality, it is Nick to the facts. Go ahead, take it away. It's time for the facts. Uh, The rating is 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience, 19%. Unbelievable. This is, like you said in the beginning of the episode, where the audience score uh, is lower than the actual critical consensus. It averages out to uh, less than 25, which makes it available for the podcast. If not, we're going to make it a Hall of Fame episode. Can I get a Hall of Fame episode drop? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Edit uh, this part in, Kyle, later on. Hall Hall of Fame drop. Here it is. Here it is. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead. There was no blurb. Uh, uh, big no, surprise. No Rotten Tomatoes consensus blurb. Big it surprise. Is, it is a TV movie. There's only 15 uh, critic reviews. Uh, so I found uh, we're going to the audience. We're going to the fans. Uh, so this is Nick's the best. favorite segment. This is uh, fan blurbs. Fan blurbs. Uh, Stephen S. said, probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Shame it had to be straight to TV movie. Would have loved to see it on the big screen. The visuals might look shaky now, but for 1978, this was flawless. The humor, the intensity, the acting, music, writing, and most importantly, the plot are all superb. Only Breaking Bad rivals this film for best TV writing. Absolute must-see. Yeah, that's a troll. Five stars that guy, from us. Yeah, that guy needs to get the fuck out of here. But no. My, <laughs> my favorite thing about Stephen S. is that it led to John M. Here's John M. Uh, the, he's the review after Stephen S. This may be the worst movie ever created, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm shocked this movie is rated as high as it is. It's absolutely unwatchable. I enjoy hate watching bad movies to make fun of, but I can't even get through this. I can't believe any of the cast agreed to be part of this production. Edited, colon. I've gone through the reviews and realized the only reason this is not 0% is due to some people give it a high rating out of pure sarcasm. (laughs) Terrible. Oh, way to get the joke after you write your post. <laughs> and edit your post to say that you got the joke after you wrote the post. There's a lot of meta comedy, either. which we're going to get into because there's a lot of meta comedy involved in uh, the Star Wars holidays. The edit had to have been uh, hours, if not days. There's, <laughs> there's no. <laughs> there were a lot of people looking through just, just the uh, Rotten Tomatoes comments. There were a lot of people tricked into watching this movie. And I love every second of that. <laughs> yeah, how many people waited on their couch to see this movie? And it turned out to be some musical. A lot of eight-year-olds. So v- eight viewer-wise, uh, 17 million. 17 million people watched this special. It never aired, ag- it never aired again after the first showing. And uh, 17 million actually isn't that high, considering that there was only three channels <laughs> yeah. back in 1978. But... Uh, that's still a lot of people. That's that's what? That's like uh, almost half the Super Bowl nowadays. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl's like 40. Yeah, it's around 40, 45 million. It's more than any NBA final. So just just think about that. Uh, Jackson, did you have a, a blurb from a critic? 
Uh, I did see, I mean, it's a more recent review, but the AV Club, one of their writers, Nathan Rabin, said, I'm not convinced the special wasn't ultimately written and directed by a sentient bag of cocaine. (laughs) We'll get to that. Trust me. Fair observation. Captures it, yeah. (laughs) Well, I I chose a review from uh, Enemy of the Podcast. James Barriardinelli, you're back, bitch, and you're getting to the zone. Here we go. He's... <laughs> I think we should just... To this day! We got to keep shouting out James Barriardinelli because this motherfucker needs to be stopped instantly. Okay? He said, although Pandora's hater. box is best left unopened, it's impossible to deny the curiosity impulse. Just be warned that it is worse than you can imagine. No, I disagree. I mean, I agree, liar, but I disagree. James. Yeah, no, James, I James. completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kyle, are you trying to become an enemy of the podcast just like James Barreard and Ellie? This was not watchable. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right, Kyle. Which brings me to my caption from uh, Nick's new favorite uh, uh, movie blog, We Bought a Blog. It's Alan <laughs> French you, with his quote, You will curse God for the show's mere existence. Saw that one. On Christmas, he wrote that. <laughs> yeah, he wrote it on December 25th of last year. He was my, looking for a holiday special. My favorite, my favorite thing about We Bought a Blog is that uh, it's a reference to the all-time great movie, We Bought a Zoo, which is... Cameron Crowe's best film. Exactly. Yeah, best written, best directed. Exactly. There's no, there's no other challenge to We're gonna do. A, we should do a special every single year on We Bought a Zoo. Where we watch it by ourselves. In, in the Oakland Zoo? We don't podcast about it at all. We just watch it. Yeah, we watch it on our phones, and then we live stream <laughs> it from the Oakland Zoo. Yeah. You can do it on the big gondola, or like the the thing that makes takes you through the air. What's the tra- that word? The train? Uh, the gondola? Gondola? <laughs> is it a gondola? It is a gondola, right? You know the fucking vibes? Yeah, it's it a gondola. It sure is. Uh, but now, uh, let's get back into it. Uh, it's our new favorite segment. Nick to the facts. Actors. We're, we're going to the fat corner. We got the fat corner here. The fat corner is not the fact <sighs> check. We need we need to let the audience know we can trust facts. We are a fact podcast. We always have been, always will be. And the fact corner with Kyle. What the fuck is up, Kyle? Is the number one fact uh, fact business in town. Kyle, uh, Kyle, hit us with the directors yeah. and Until the that lockdown uh, takes the away actors. your right to live. Am I right, Kyle? Oh boy, um, not a George Lucas film, but a Steve Binder film. Steve Binder, Binder Binder, Binder Binder. Uh, fun fact though. I... Go ahead, Jackson. Oh no, Nick. I think you were gonna say what I was. Yeah, say. David Akamba. Is that who you want to talk about? Yep. Yeah. So, so. Hey, you know what I say to that? Go for A combo forever. Yeah, you, uh, you, you tell us about David. You tell us why David Akumba is uncredited on this film, uh, Jackson. Um, I, I could, I saw it earlier. The reason why he dropped out. Um, um, wait. Do you know the reason why he dropped out? Yeah, I read the. Uh, I recently read the oral history, and so David Akumba. Yeah, I was he, reading that today. Yeah, he's like a he's a film guy, so he wasn't used to filming like these five camera TV sets, and oh, he wow. he wanted to yeah. do everything like single cam. And he was taking forever to do it. And right before it got to the cantina scene, he was like, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> and so just called them and didn't show up again. <laughs> he, 
he worked with B. Arthur, and that was enough. Yeah. He and met then, B. Arthur, and he says, I'm walking. And then Steve, yeah. Steve Bender comes in, and he says, uh, he's like, well, they asked me to do it. I was between projects. I was like, okay. So I, I looked at the footage that they had, and there was 10 minutes of just Wookiees talking with no dialogue and no <laughs> subtitles. And I was like, it's too late to change it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Oh, <laughs> like, this incredible. is and this costs, uh, I'll get ahead to the budget, a million dollars. You know how much oh, they I got something on the budget, too. Okay, cool. You can mention that when we get to budget, but you know how much the original Star Wars cost? Half a million. Eleven million dollars. No $11 shit. Million. This is one, one tenth, one, a little more than one tenth of the original budget, of the budget for Star Wars. Ten percent of the budget. It went all to the actors and actresses. <laughs> <laughs> That's to the main people of the movie. Well, they were all roped into this. Let's get into who is in the movie. Kyle, go ahead. <laughs> Don't blame me. He roped oh me into this. God. <laughs> we have Mark Hamill, who wore way too much makeup. We're going to get into that. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford as uh, as Hans Solo, according to Art Carney. Yeah, Harrison Ford is leading the uh, leading the charge on least want to be there. Yeah, definitely. Well, he was uh, in a, he he just got well. This it's was a two man race. It's a two man I mean, race. It's Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. See? Hold on, hold on. Let's but before we argue, this is prior to this is either prior to or him just getting back from um from uh, uh, Apocalypse Now recording with uh with Francis Ford. So would he prefer to be in the heart of darkness? With Francis Ford or be on this uh, TV special? Harrison Ford? Yeah. Heart of Darkness. Who is he? He'd rather be with Francis Ford Coppola? He's in the beginning of the movie. He's the one that gives the assignment to Martin Sheen. Oh, okay. I was like, (laughs) well, he got the cushy job in that movie. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But he still had to do reshoots, I'm sure. Yeah, they you see like, how they drew him in the cartoon though. He had yeah. like such a horse face. Like I'd be pissed too. We're, we're gonna talk about that. Um, but yeah, keep keep it going, Kyle. More like Horace and Ford. <laughs> horse and Ford. Uh, <laughs> it's just horsing around. Wow, is he? The, is, is he? To, is he, uh, is he the, he's, Bo, he's Bojack inspiration. He's the Bojack inspiration. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we got to hear the vocals of Carrie Fisher. Vocals. Oh yeah, we saw Carrie Fisher in in, in person in the flesh. Yeah, she was in the uh, video monitor. <laughs> yeah, she was in it briefly. I'm just talking about when she sings at the end. Yeah, but, she sang uh, a song. Oh, briefly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, briefly. Who else we got? Uh, C3PO, Anthony Daniels. I feel like uh, C3PO was in this the least. Is that correct? His voice was in it the most, according to uh, yeah. Wasn't he the, the narrator at some at yeah somewhat? <laughs> what narr- what narrations? Well, he had he talked through the entire animated sequence. Okay, and then he had a couple a uh, couple bits. Okay, all right. I don't I don't really remember that, but all right. I thought James Earl Jones was the least. <laughs> yeah, and he had yeah. he was fifth movie. billing. That's crazy. So. Well, that and that was wasn't even footage. That, that was no, that, used footage from A New Hope. Exactly. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was overdub footage from A New Hope. Correct. Oh yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was amazing. That was amazing that they pulled that off. And they didn't give any credit to uh, Dave Dave Prowse, the uh, Darth Vader actor who recently died. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, they gave it to whatever it was. Laser down in his prime. Glazed down in his prime, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> Keep it going, Kyle. Uh, Chewy, Peter Mayhew. R.I.P. Uh, also, R. I. P. Peter also Mayhew. glazed down in his prime. Yeah. Glazed down by Gliz in his prime. <laughs> uh, Beatrice <laughs> Arthur, who was the cantina, cantina owner. 
Loompa, 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 Waroo. <laughs> she also funny thing. <laughs> he didn't smoke any weed. Uh, you have Art Carney as the merchant. Correct, Kyle? Art Carney? Art and Carney. some other... Qu- yeah. Wait, was Art Carney the merchant or the recurring guy? No, that was uh, that was Harvey Corman. Was the recurring was uh, Corman, yeah, yeah the recurring feller who was uh, cross dressing uh, <laughs> yeah and doing Had weird sound very... effects and yeah was in blackface as well <laughs> a little bit a little bit bronze face we're gonna call it bronze face yeah, yeah well jeez okay. uh, <laughs> space dust face yeah gold dust he's very gold dust face uh, shout out oh, to my nineties yeah. uh, wrestling fans uh, keep it going Kyle uh, Mickey Morton as Mala Mikey Morton as Mala that's uh, Mikey. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Whatever. it was Mickey. I, I might have wrote Mikey. Yeah, well, way to go. There you go. We're just a stellar podcast today. <laughs> Keep it going. Uh, the scariest character, Paul Gale as Itchy. Itchy, <laughs> Itchy. The 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 makeup effects on uh, or the costume <laughs> yeah. effects on Itchy were terrifying. Itchy should have been. Predator. Itchy should have been inspiration the command. <laughs> yeah, Itchy should have been the commander of all of uh, the planet. Uh, Jackson, hit me with the name of the planet for their Wookies. Kashik. Kashik. Well, so Kashik. In, in canon, the planet's called Kashik. Do you guys know what they call it in this yeah. movie, though? Kashik, no. right? They call it Kazoo in this movie. Kazoo! Kazoo. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they did not call it Kashik yet. That's great. Kashik. Yeah, because if it was Kazoo, all the Wookiees would talk like. No. Also, Chewie's dad, his full name is Atichi to Cook. That's how I think I that's you how you cook. pronounce it. I teach you to cook. Yep, that's that's just, and just itchy for short. Yeah, I teach you to cook is also the name of uh, Harmon Corman's character in this cooking segment. I teach you to cook. I teach you to cook. Exactly. <laughs> that was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> who 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 is the last uh, family member, Kyle? Paul Maloney. Patty Maloney. <laughs> Patty Maloney, sorry. So there was a tiny... I looked at it really quick and then went to another page. Was there a tiny woman inside of Lumpy, the, the child uh, Wookiee character? The answer is yes. Yep. I think that's the best part of the best part of the movie. <laughs> is it really? Is, Lump, <laughs> is Lumpy not the best part? We're going to get into it. First, Kyle, <sighs> hit, hit us with the release date. Uh, November 17th, 1978. Wow, I saw this for my negative 23rd birthday. It was really good. I'm sure Terrible. it was. Uh, this was, this was, a. is this a Thanksgiving release? Like day after Thanksgiving or day before Thanksgiving? It would be uh, day before. No. Or Friday be like before. A week before, yeah. Yeah, my yeah, birthday has Friday never been before, able to be. Friday before. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing that they would do the holiday special that early. Well, it's not a Christmas special. Yeah, but holiday, like Thanksgiving and Life Day are the same thing. I mean, everybody yeah, knows that life. Day. Everybody knows that Life Day is eleven nineteen. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Kyle, keep it going. Uh, rated PG and runtime of ninety-seven minutes. Way too long, and I can't imagine <laughs> that with commercials. That'd be like two hours it's of this two, shit. Yeah, it was Terrible. two. Hours, it was two hours long. Also, you can watch some of the commercials that aired, and they're just a beautiful time capsule. I bet. I <laughs> yeah. bet. Like yeah. the commercial before when it was talking about Kenner, the Kenner toys was was pretty amazing. 
And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And you know that they had limited commercial interruption brought to you by uh, General Motors, so that was pretty nice to nice to see. And that this show uh, preempted uh, Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Flying and, High. And, no, Flying High. They no, preempted no, Flying, Flying High. High was after. Flying High kept its spot. In Wonder Woman yeah. and Incredible Hulk got kicked out. Oh, they kicked it out <laughs> yeah. for oh, yeah. this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So every every DC yeah. every DC nerd that tu- that tuned in to see Wonder Woman and, and Incredible Hulk. Marvel DC well, and Marvel. DC and Marvel. Wow. Star Wars used to be king. King <laughs> yeah. of this realm. Yeah, king of the nerds. Could you imagine an everyday Incredible Hulk TV show on now? That would be amazing. On network? I'd How wow it. would that be? That that's wow. They'd I finally mean, get it right. It'd be it, no. It'd be a net. It'd be a Netflix equivalent. Kyle's favorite uh, Marvel character. Uh, Kyle, real Hulk. Kyle, real big fan of Bill Bixby. Uh, taglines: Luke Skywalker and Han Solo battle the evil Imperial forces to help Chewbacca reach his imperiled family on the Wookiee planet uh, Kashyyyk in time for Life Day for their most important day of the year. I like the ad lib. <laughs> I had to add it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, thank you for staying canon with your uh, tagline, Kyle. We much appreciate it. Um, terrible tagline. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was horrible. obviously it was it's obviously not even written a tagline. No, it was written it's for the a plot. <laughs> that's what they wrote. <laughs> no, guys, it's what they wrote in the TV guide sub, uh, uh, description. Yeah, Come it's on. the TV guide. Be real. Okay, my TV oh, guide. There you go. That makes sense. <laughs> my, yeah, give me your TV guide description. Here's Nick. my TV guide <laughs> tag. you <description>. Okay. <laughs> Han Solo and Chewbacca trying to get home for Life Day. You know who else is living Life Day out? None other than Mala and Itchy and Lamar. No, Lumpy. You'll never guess who they are. (laughs) You'll never. (laughs) Okay. This is this is the uh... Lamar. Take two. Take two. Take two. Okay. This is the actual TV guide. Tune in on December twenty fifth. 2020. Oh, nope. What? Take three. Han Solo and Chewbacca are on a fun adventure all the way to get back home for life day. Chewbacca's family, yeah, he has a family, is waiting for him on the Wookiee planet. <laughs> and and uh, they have nothing better to do than to watch a lot of television. Let's watch television together here on CBS. All right, that's fair. That was it. All right, there you go. You did it. Um, my tag would have to be <laughs> tune in Friday the seventeenth uh, with an all-star cast featuring a special animated segment of all your favorite Star Wars characters from the galaxy. Uh, uh, and Chewie has a family? Question mark. Tune in Friday. Yeah. I'd maybe add grandpa porn in there somewhere, but we'll we get... missed it. <laughs> yeah. We missed it. We needed to add, we needed to see more of that. Jackson, do you have a TV guide description? Join in on the adventures of Itchy and Lumpy as they work their way through their most exciting life day yet. <laughs> oh, wow. That's because they're really bearing the lead. Itchy and, Itchy and Lumpy, they're the. Yeah, I'd watch that, but that's because I have a growing in, uh, a growth a growth on my. Uh, no. <laughs> I am used to visceral names. <laughs> yeah, all you, all somebody does, they hear that and they're like, "Oh man, I got, I got an itch on my lump. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in." Kyle, why don't you give us the uh, <laughs> plot keywords? <laughs> plot keywords: the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> that was a well scream for you. Uh next plot keyword. That was a plot keyword. Camp yeah. 
campy. Okay. Uh, vers- <laughs> no, no sound effect? Nope. <laughs> hey, kids, uh, it's going to camp! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, virtual reality, which is... Yeah, this, that this, scene is crazy. I mean, this movie was way ahead of its time. Let's be real. Let's be real. This is... It's still in the future. Like, there, you, you're going to get VR porn or music videos just made for you. Personalized music videos? We're going to get into it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm having a fly experience here. Fuck yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Treehouse. Yeah, because the, the Wookiees live in the trees. Yeah, the only thing Treehouse is missing was our guy Pete. Our, our Treehouse master Pete. Can you imagine the, the business Pete would do on Wookiee Planet? Treehouse Pete? Who's Treehouse Pete? The guy that makes the, the treehouses. The the merchant? The treehouse guy. The treehouse tree guy. House Jackson knows what I'm talking about. I have no idea who that is. No, I do not. Treehouse Masters. Nelson. Pete Nelson. Oh, Treehouse Masters. The yeah, show. The American show on Master Treehouse Builder. Oh, okay. I didn't know. He's that. the man. He loves treehouses. You know where he would do better business in the Wookiee Planet, though? Ewok Planet. Can I don't you, even know what the fuck I'm saying. Can you imagine him on the Ewok Planet? No, oh, I can't. He'd be crushing. No, I can't. No, Big I can't. business. I'd invest in him. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, last uh, plot keyword. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, drag. Drag. I don't know why drag is a plot keyword. Yeah, we need to talk about. Is <laughs> yeah. it is it people Terrible. in drag or is, is it because it it's because dra- it's a drag? No. I think it was. I think it's drag because it is a drag. I don't. I it's don't, a slog. I don't particularly. It takes a little too long. It is. It is. It does take a little bit too long, and I guess we'll get into that. But uh, first, budget was one million dollars. But Jackson, you had a special, uh, special thing. Well, for the the final scene when like they're they put on their like Colts red robes and are like singing and stuff like that. Yeah, they the ran best. out of budget <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Mm. So what they do? So they just had like oh um. A studio where they were filming, they told someone to go buy all the candles they could get at the store, and they were just going to do some weird tricks with the candles to make it look cool. So they had what? no no set built for the final part of the movie. What they ran they ran out, and they just decided to buy candles. This podcast is a failure at this moment because we haven't really described to the people that are listening how crazy this movie really is. You can only witness it. It, uh, it is something insane. Yeah, it's it's almost as indescribable of it's what, like watching a supernova. What they will. let happen. Yeah, you know when people watch, uh, they say who's the bigger who's the bigger criminal, the one who does the crime or the one who doesn't report it. It's every single person who watched this be filmed Complicit. and didn't say a fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. they could have called the cops. The cops would have came in and busted this up instantly. Would have they called George. George would have broke this up, yeah, immediately during production. Yeah, like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah, let's let's get into the trivia. It's time to get trivial, trivial. Let's get trivial. I wrote, I wrote I down. I want to hear your brain talk. Don't over, don't over, don't over. I wrote down. I wrote down. Don't don't you overspeak me, sir. I wrote down a few. What'd you write down? According to Carrie Fisher, George Lucas gave her a copy of this as this special as a gift for recording her. 
DVD commentary for Star Wars. Uh, According Hope. to Carrie Fisher, George Lucas gave her a copy of the special as a gift for recording the DVD commentary for Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. She claimed that it, she played it at parties when she wanted her guests to leave. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Have you guys listened to the DVD commentary of the for, of Episode for, Four or any of the Star Wars? No, no, not at I, all. I no. want. I want to. No, yeah. No, actually, have... I have listened to. Uh, I've listened to George Lucas. <laughs> okay, this is dumb. And but not falling asleep. No, this is dumb. Phantom Menace. I listened to Phantom Menace like uh, DVD commentary. I, I figured that Phantom Menace had some great bonus features. It's a good. It's a good like commentary. Jar Jar dies. It is a good commentary too. Back to Jackson's. Uh, his own blurb is Bruce Valanche, who who rewrote the special, has admitted to use he was using cocaine heavily while he helped write Wait, the special. No, Bruce Valanche <laughs> wrote the special. Bruce Bruce Valanche was heavily involved. No. All the Carol Burnett. Car- Carol, yep, that explains Carol Burnett writers. Eighty percent of the movie. Yes. So the so the two guys that wrote this movie, they were like, okay, we got this sick canon Star Wars movie, and then all of a sudden, uh, the the network was like, we need to spice this up. Punch up, punch up, punch up, punch up. So they brought in three Carol Burnett writers who were all really high on cocaine, and they turned it into this crazy variety hour thing, which is how it ended up with. Uh, the likes of B. Arthur and Art Carney and Diane Carroll and Harvey Corman. Those guys were all added after the fact when they were just like, okay, well, we left all these parts for like special acts. And then it turns out that that is what took the movie off the fucking rails. Uh, just for, just for preface, I have, I have no knowledge about this TV special besides the fact that it exists. And that was all news to me. That was all news to me. Yeah. I didn't tell you on purpose. That's crazy. (laughs) I mean that makes sense. Now right. everything makes so now, sense. Yeah, so what Jackson said oh, is right. What, a vape. what Jackson said is right. Uh, this movie is cocaine personified. Oh my God, Bruce That's a Sentient bag of cocaine. <laughs> sentient bag of cocaine. The only thing is, it didn't move fast enough to be cocaine. It is like a. It's a cocaine writer who who who's watching the scene unfold and is just waiting for something to happen and then calls the cut too late and is like, "Fuck it, like move on." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill's face was heavily made up as he was recovering from reconstructive surgery after a near-fatal car accident. <laughs> Nick, please talk more into this because I don't think a lot of people know about it. Yeah, Mark Hamill almost died in a car accident and uh, right before the special, and the only way to make his face look normal was to make it look completely not normal. <laughs> like yeah. he was wearing a mask the entire time. Like the like the Joker. Oh, wow. Like, he was the Joker years later. Everybody that had uh, on their bingo cards that had Kyle mentioning the Joker, you uh, get to cross that off. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there we go. Brother, this guy stinks! Uh, my favorite uh, trivia is at the Star Wars The Force Awakens premiere in 2015, Harrison Ford was asked how he'd feel reprising his role as Han Solo for another percent potential Star Wars holiday special, to which he replied, I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> If there's one thing Harrison Ford has always been good for, it's the truth. Jackson, from one son to another, do you think that uh, <laughs> do you think that Harrison named named himself after being the son of Harris? I, I believe so. Yes. Really? In, in my experience as a son. Uh, second part to that question: Is he or is he not the hidden heir to the Harris Ranch fortune? I mean, I, I think that's how he got his start, right? I mean, if, if yeah, the, Carpenter. He was like Jesus. I mean, no, I'm talking about Harris Ranch, the beef, the beef uh, <laughs> the supplier beef. of Central California. Where's the like beef? Three hours away from here. In Harrison's pants. Nick has not driven down I-5. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, Jackson, second, uh, third question. Uh, are you going to name your kid Jackson's son? Nick, it's 2020. Jackson's son or Jackson's daughter? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, wow. you're, right. you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, if it's, if it's a daughter, is it going to be Jack daughter? And if it's a son, <laughs> is it going to be son Jack? Yeah, it actually it flips every generation. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Jackson, do you have any special trivias you would like to uh, throw out at us? Uh, I do have one. Um, Mala, Chewbacca's wife. Or well, in the original Star Wars movie, A New Hope, there's two Chewbacca masks used <laughs> in those movies. Oh, wow. Um, for Peter Mayhew. And the costume oh designer for this movie reached out to the Lucasfilm Star Wars costume designer for the masks to make the family. Mm-hmm. And he used one of the masks for Chewbacca, and the other he cut up and redid to be Mala, Chewbacca's wife. And then afterwards, he didn't know there was going to be an Empire Strikes Back. So then oh. when the Empire Strikes Back costume designer came to ask for it, he had to tell him he ruined one of the only two Chewbacca masks they had, and they had to make a brand new one. Wow. <laughs> Wait, wow. who had the second one? Peter Mayhew? No, no, they used, yeah, Peter Mayhew used one, and then the other one they cut up and ruined, or <laughs> I don't want to say ruined, but they changed it to work for Mala, his wife, and not Chewbacca anymore. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but at the same time, they shouldn't be too fretful because... One, they have a new character they, they can potentially introduce into Empire Boom. Strikes Back. Boom. Two, they still have the original Chewbacca mask. Boom. There's I see Boom. no issue. I see no issue. Three, three, that was the emotional crux of the movie. Is the meeting between Mala and Chewbacca again. You know the fucking vibes? They're they're deep. They're deep emotional vibes. I get it. It's the heart of the film. <laughs> Film, television yeah, special, if you ask yeah. me. We're calling it a film. I don't care. This is Rue Robin Podcast. We watch uh, movies. I can I can I say something? Sure, go. Fine. What's the next segment? <laughs> wow. Now it's time for crazy. Oh, yeah. Never, now, never mind. According Come. to David Acumba, <laughs> he recommended Robin Williams for the special. So can you imagine Robin Williams in this special? I mean, I... They went with their backup choices, Beatrice Arthur, and I think that worked out well. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. No, skipping ahead, uh, make it make it fresh, make it fresh. Robin Williams plays all of Harvey Harvey Corman's exactly. po- points. My thoughts exactly. That's fresh movie. That's a fr- that's a fresh special. Insta that's fresh. a fresh. Insta fresh. That's all you got to do. If not, just a time capsule. Yeah. You know? What do you What do you think, Jackson? Yeah. Oh man. Honestly, I think it. we could go. We could have. Robin Williams play almost every role. I'd like to see him as Itchy, enjoying some. <laughs> so you're so, so all of Frank. <laughs> so all of his Frank, body language, incredible. Uh, all of Frank Caliendo. Him as Lumpy. Uh, <laughs> oh, him as Lumpy? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Anybody could be Lumpy. I could have been Lumpy, and I wasn't <laughs> even born yet. <laughs> Which brings us to our next uh, segment: it's- Crazy Credits. This day's crazy credit is R2-D2 as R2-D2. And that was Crazy Credits. That's our new favorite segment, Crazy Credits. Thank you, uh, Nick, for Crazy Credits. Now it's time for the Real Rotten Recap. I'll get you, bitch. Uh, This is where we talk about what happened in the movie. I took a detailed, extremely detailed plot of the movie. Uh... 
Who do you, who oh, do you I didn't know you it? were doing this. Who do you yeah. want to read it? Who do you want to read it? It's between you and Jackson because, uh, because Jackson's the expert. You're the one that took the notes. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson, you read it out. Uh, add whatever you need. Uh, this is this is what I put down, and uh, you editorialize. Or or just <laughs> right now. Am I, wait, am I reading what you wrote here? No, 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 no. Either you tell us in your words what the special oh, is about, or Nick's going to read from his notes. No, yeah, you. How about you tell us in your words, and I'll add. And I'll he'll add, fill in. If I'll fill do. in as as needed. Okay. All right, ready? So You're on the clock. Do I have a timer? Okay. One, yeah, two. One, two. Now go. Chewbacca's worried he's not going to get home to last day. Han Solo makes sure he gets it there. We, we meet Chewbacca's family. Mala, Itchy, Lumparoo, known as Lumpy. They live in an apartment in the trees with 70s upholstery and furniture. And there's no subtitles. They, no subtitles. There's a nine-minute stretch of just growling with baby bear sounds by the genius Ben Burt. They get worried Chewbacca's not going to show up there. We see a circus. We hear Jefferson Starship. Itchy watches burlesque or porn in the middle of the living room on a mind evaporator. Chewbacca gets there. The Empire shows up as well, and they destroy a child's room in front of the child. Am I forgetting anything, Nick? Yeah, you only forgot the uh, home cooking segment. Oh, the home cooking segment. Yeah, Yeah, which was also five minutes and also not helpful. (laughs) No. No. That that, otherwise you got not, it. Otherwise you got it. Keep going. Keep going. Not aged well. <laughs> and I also left out possibly the best part of it with the animated thing that introduces Boba Fett. No, that's soon. That's soon. You're not there yet. You're not. There. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right there. You're right there. <laughs> yeah, the Empire shows up. We get to go back to the Cantina on Tatooine, which was the creation of reality television. Classic. Just, the Chewbacca gets there. I, when you get, reach the final half hour, it really just it falls apart. No, the final half <laughs> hour it? flies like a spaceship. That, that, that's when it lost me. Yeah, <laughs> up until that point, I was really okay. Involved. Chewbacca gets reunited with his uh, with his wife. They spent a long time looking at each other's eyes. It was right before that Hans, oh, Han, Harry, really long Han Solo comes in and he murders the two guys watching the place. By murders, I mean throws them, which is how you get murdered in Star Wars. Everybody knows that. Uh, Chewie gets reunited with his family, and then all of a sudden the lights dim for the next 30 minutes, <laughs> and it's only them going in a portal to a Life Day celebration, them leaving the porter, and then having a nice uh, nice family uh, moment around the table where they all hold hands and uh, do, a, do a nice little grace. And I add one thing? There is a, uh, right before when they're like, Oh, you didn't know what Life Day was, which is every single person that has not seen this movie <laughs> is like, uh, oh, what's Life Day? They're like, let me replay all of Star Wars New Hope for you. Just and- the last 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and so they replay all of it. And uh, you you find out that it's actually the day the Death Star blew up, which I didn't know until today. Who knew that the Wookiees celebrate murder so so? Casually? I didn't know that Life Day was uh, Death Day. It's happy death day to the empire. <laughs> yeah. Happy life day to the rebellion because it gets yeah, that lifeblood to kick in for <laughs> Empire Strikes Back just to get kicked in the teeth. Now, Return of the Jedi should be called Happy Death Day too. <laughs> oh yeah, Happy Death Day to you. <laughs> to you. <laughs> to uh, did I miss anything, uh, Jackson? Uh, I would just like in that in the beginning when there's the nine minute stretch without any <laughs> tangible or understandable word spoken. It's all mimery um, at this point. Lumpy the kid gets up like he's on a balance beam 
a couple thousand feet up in the air and just walks across. And the first time I watched, I thought he might have might die oh. real quick when he's just kind of walking across this ledge that's hundreds of feet in the air. Oh yeah, when he's outside looking at the uh, the painted uh, the painted forest. Literally, it's not a forest yep. that looks like it's painted. It is a painted canvas that that resembles a forest. Yep. <laughs> Classic seventies setups where the external yeah. outside setup shot is just a portrait, a, a, a mural, if you would, because that's how we communicated apparently in the seventies is via mural. Yeah. So we have we have a message to all our older listeners, which are probably none, but anybody over the age of forty, can you please tell us if this is what variety shows were like in the eighties and the seventies? Because we have no idea. And we think that this is insane. At least television specials, because I feel okay. like television all, specials. Yeah, all we got is SNL. So we have SNL. So we S- have the Muppet Show. We SNL, have Carol this, Burnett. Yeah, yeah. This is this is not Carol Burnett though. But this is uh, this is. I see no ear tugging going on. SNL ish. No, it's not even SNL. So because too, it's all singular narrative. So the main problem with that, with this, is that it's too kitsch. It's like uh, you know what it is. It's like the uh, 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 the uh, what's the show in the seventies where it was it was the banana splits. It was like you know what the banana the splits gong were. Show. No, no, the banana splits. It was a it was a costume show. He had three three costumed uh, animals playing uh, <laughs> instruments and hosting a variety show, and then they just cut to random cartoons and random live action live action shows. No, fuck. Like. Is that called? Oh yeah, look it up. House Masters. No, 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 Kyle, look it up. It's no, called the Banana House Split. Treehouse Masters was a good show. The Bananas? No, the, the Banana, banana split. split. Yeah, the Banana Splits. Banana Split. The Banana Splits. It was a 1970s ver- kids variety show that featured oh, three, right. three characters that played instruments and, and got into shenanigans. weird. And then featured live action and cartoon sequences. So it's not far off. Now it's time for the Are You For Real moment. Yes. <laughs> it's the entire special. Are you for real? Like, why am I watching the entire thing? That's, that's what, what I felt need, like the entire That's what time. we need to determine. What is... So it's hard to... So you have you ever had a friend who is so crazy that the one time they're normal, it does that set the baseline or is that them being different? So it's just like... It's the it's reverse. Like, it's bizarro weird. Yeah. Is it... Is it's it a bizarro weird moment. Everything that's crazy, what makes it more crazy? Where's the line? We need to find the line. Jackson, what what to you is the craziest part of this special? You can you can name multiple parts. You can uh, you can go with just one part. What do, what do you think it is? I mean, there's just one part that's so much crazier than the rest. That's the given. But then there are so many just crazy. Like there's it. If you had if I had to pick one of many, it's itchy. The grandpa watching what can only be described as pornography <laughs> close, in close the living room. <laughs> yeah. That, surrounded okay. by we need we need to talk about it. So the but man, also, <laughs> they have a green carpet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Close, moss. A close, moss. close second is green carpet. <laughs> I mean, that's moss. If they're in a tree. It's moss. Come on. Yeah. I forgot the Wookiees live like the nuclear family, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nuclear with a U. Nuclear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's how the Wookiee race started as a nuclear holocaust, and then all of a sudden, everybody has hair. Oh, brother. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. I do have a problem oh, with hair, hair creeping up my cheeks, trying to attach to my eyebrows, and I, I'm worried about it. I could be Wookiee. I could be hey, it sounds like a personal problem. But the scene that Jackson is talking about, here it is, here it is in depth. Okay. If you don't watch this movie, which I know you won't, 
It's on YouTube. You should it's watch on YouTube. it. Art Carney walks in with gifts for the whole family. The only gift that matters is the one that he gives to Itchy, who is Chewbacca's dad. Sits him down in this chair. Looks like a hairdresser. It's um called like a mind evaporator, I believe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mind evaporator. Would you ever sit in a thing that's called a mind evaporator? Yeah, if I'm trying to get lifted, dog. <laughs> only in 2020, though. He sits in it. What's happened to you, Regis? Diane Carroll, famous Tony actress, multi award winning -winning Tony actress, shows up on the screen. She is Itchy's ideal fantasy woman. Yep, that's what she says explicitly. And then in in Kaleidoscope Vision, proceeds to sing a song for the next four and a half minutes. It's incredible stuff. Well, you're it's horrible you're, stuff. You're skipping over the part where she says that Itchy is adorable, and he, he rewinds back to listen and watch it three more times. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. It's also, it's really amazing. It's really amazing. If you I've ask never me. thought that we've been beyond words in this <laughs> podcast. Almost every time we find the words, this it escapes us. Specific special. It's too much to. It's, it's almost, too much to talk about. Yeah, it's too hard to. It's too hard to say every single thing. We may not release this episode. Troll two. Troll two was one where I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. That is just. This is a movie. Asshole suggestion. But this one is incredible. Jackson, go ahead. This is this is a movie where Beatrice Arthur serenades a giant rat. Giant that's rat. Not the weirdest thing. Giant yeah. slug. <laughs> Uh, uh, pale, like, pale colored people. Yeah, there are so many times where everything in this movie went on too long. Yeah, it was three minutes every, too long. Everything, every, everything was three minutes too everything long. Everything was three minutes too long. Every skit, every song, every every action sequence, three minutes too long. It's like they didn't have a time limit, and they were just like, "Okay, keep going." And then the person that is acting in the scene looks looks at the cam, like the guy next to the camera, and he's like. Doing the stretch signal. He's just like, stretch, stretch, stretch. And then like they're like, Hulk Hogan ripping off like, his t shirt. They're like, I've done every <laughs> fucking thing I can think of. You want me to stretch again? Like, yeah. B. Arthur was like, I did four minutes of quality acting. Now you want me to sing a song? I got to sing a song well, next? I, I, um, I read that when they wanted to do a second take, she would ask them what she did. She would get annoyed and be like, well, what did I do wrong? Yeah, the, the best part was that B. Arthur was, she didn't even know it was the Star Wars special. She just thought she was singing a song and to people with funny heads. <laughs> it's just, she thought she was on the Muppet Show, let's be honest. Have there also, ever Has there ever been anybody more disconnected than the people who made this than the people to Star Wars? It's just... Yeah, the, yeah the, I agree. The only people that were connected were the pe- the animated people who in who invented Boba Fett. Jackson, talk about how Boba Fett's first appearance is in this fucking movie, and you're, he has a you, third eye. You're our historian. He's got the third eye open. Oh yeah, I didn't get that either. Wait, Boba Fett. Wait, how did I miss the what's the third eye part in the cartoon? In the cartoon, he had a third eye painted on his helmet. Oh no, that's the that's the dent in his helmet. Oh, it's a dent. It looked. Straight up, like an eye. You're like kind of like up, like towards the side of his forehead. It was in right mm-hmm. between his eyes. It looked super awkward. It looked like a third <laughs> eye. <laughs> it looked like he was woke as fuck. 
But yeah, that I out. didn't realize that introduced Boba Fett. Yeah, it was the first time we got to see Boba to, Fett in between was, uh, New Hope and uh, Empire Strikes Back. He was in some early drafts in the early 70s, but then got cut. And then this is because yeah, he was supposed to be in the fir- in the first film. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the I mean the, the thing that the makes cartoon, it make sense. Sorry, go go, Kyle. I'm just saying the cartoon was probably like the best part of that whole movie. Like if they <laughs> yes would have done no. the whole thing cart, if they would have done the whole thing as a cartoon, but that I shittily. Would, oh, well, not that cart- shittily, but they would have had they would have been able to get away with. I feel mm. like what they try to use More. the stock footage for. Yeah, like yeah. they could have drawn and like one of the scenes, Chewie shoots down a ship and it blows up, and it's like okay, they were able to draw that and they could have <laughs> done more. <laughs> like and they, they actually could have done more. This company, they went back and had they in the eighties. There was Star's animated show called Droids and Ewoks, and it was made by this production. Company. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So they did go back to them. Okay, for more. Okay, you're gonna tell and me that, that bad. you're gonna tell me that Other animated than... sequence is better than Lumpy, yeah. the child Lumpy, <laughs> the uh, the walking hairy walnut with teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's there the the. Are you for real moment for me came in five minute. Oh, you have one moment. I have one. I have one that came in every five minute intervals. So the first one was the first five minutes and the second one was the second five minutes. So it was really just every single point where I said, oh, my God, what is happening right now? It was every single moment where you fall asleep and then woke up. I could not fall asleep to this if I tried. It was incredible. Well, the only time I could fall asleep is because Jefferson Starship is still singing, still doing a song. Every song was so long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. They could have cut this to an easy fifty-five minutes. I don't easy. see why. I don't see why anybody wants to go back and live to the seventies if that's the TV programming that. Could I you imagine watching TV like this, where every every little bit went on for like five minutes? If SNL went on for like six minutes each time, light bulb, incredible light bulb moment when they do the Family Guy joke of, "Ladies and gentlemen, here's Conway Twitty." Maybe that's what they're referring to in the seventies. Is just like, hey, we have three minutes of jokes. Now let's listen to six minutes of a ballad <laughs> yeah. and well, they're like this is funny because it goes so long i'll see the one two in your eyes yeah moving on can you imagine if your favorite show was hulk or wonder woman and you <laughs> tuned in thinking you were gonna get that my favorite show <laughs> my favorite show was is and always will be the incredible hulk starring bill bixby and lou ferrigno I you ho- need to get I, your head I, correct i Jackson. hope i hope that this was leading up to like a penultimate episode because you know they wouldn't do it before. It was a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger episode. You know the one before this was like pretty big cliffhanger, not the ultimate, but the the pretty big one. And then they're like, okay, can't wait to tune in next week. Like, I have no TV guide. This is the fucking 70s. Like, the only way I find things out is if if (laughs) if I go to the local diner and the the bartender's like, hey, they're not going to have a, here's a milkshake, kid, but they're not going to have any Incredible Hulk on this Here's a pack of cigarettes for you, champ. (laughs) Um, Hey, smoke up, Johnny. Smoke up, Johnny. No, no, what I was going to say is, is, um, uh, yeah, it's it's. It, I feel like if we had a proper fat corner, we'd we'd know this. But Kyle, if you want to, go ahead and Thanks. look through this. Uh, where the season uh season two episode one of South Park starts, where they have the cliffhanger and it's just uh, asses of fire starring Terrence and Philip. I feel like that's <laughs> that was the reference to 
uh, watching part one of uh, uh, Incredible Hulk and then tuning in, and then you find out you got goddamn you got goddamn lumpy in your face with the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special. April first, nineteen ninety eight. Shut up, Kyle. Go ahead, Jackson. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, this was during sweeps, like for TV, like needed ratings. Was it sweeps week? Like. I thought sweeps week was only October. Uh, I thought it was November with sweeps. It was. It's before Thanksgiving. So you're you're on a right trail. Well, it's technically yeah. So it's I, November and May were the two big ones. Yeah, I think mid-November is the sweeps. Ooh, this is up until Thanksgiving. That's why they always did. That's why they added those extra football games on Thanksgiving. Who made this work, Jackson? Who did not make this work? Real quick. Who made this work? Yes, anybody. Or who didn't make this work? You can go down the list, but if there's anybody who made this work, please tell us. <laughs> um. Uh, itchy did not make it work. Okay, that's <laughs> good to know. Who didn't make it work? Anybody who did. I feel like Art Carney uh, did his best. Art Carney did his I'm best. I'm gonna say whatever poor bastards had to edit this, because oh, I yeah. can only imagine what did not make the cut. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The edit the editorial team uh, really knocked it out of the park. Nick, yeah. any other notes? Who did? Who made it work for you guys? Honestly. Nobody. Nobody made it work. What? Come on. Who made it work? Lumpy. Lumpy. No, 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 no. You could not look away from Lumpy. I mean, but, Lumpy but was that's in, like. It wasn't. Well, I mean. You it, can't look away from a car crash. Yeah, exactly. 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 That's what Jackson. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, it that's was, not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be a good thing. It, it works. Though. It's a thing. Lumpy. I agree. It's a I thing. I was looking forward to every single moment. Uh, the other. I, just, I do want to say one real good moment. When Luke Skywalker looks into the camera and says, "Mala, come on, Mala, Give me let's see a little, let's see a little smile." That smile. And Mala looks in the camera and then just goes, <laughs> "That." It holds on her for a solid fifteen seconds. That yeah. is the best fucking part of this whole movie. It, I laugh. The Wookiee smiles are the best part. In we're Don't. in a pandemic right now, right? I need a smile, and I, I haven't laughed in a long time. Yeah, this has made me laugh. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Cool. Also, Han kicking out all the bad guys in the <laughs> in the Chewie house. Incredible. Yeah, Harrison. They're like Harrison Ford. We need you to beat up these bad guys, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it as fast as possibly I'm gonna, can." I'm gonna, I'm gonna take gonna all my frustration. <laughs> I'm gonna take all my frustration out for being on this set for 36 hours on these two <laughs> on these two stormtroopers. Four extras. <laughs> um, Jackson. Also, also, who worked? B. Arthur. She did. She did. Arthur, I'm gonna give it to B. Arthur. Yeah. You know, she she didn't get she a tried. Yeah, exactly. Harvey Corman did not work for me because she played, the, she played the shit out of her paycheck. They gave Harvey Corman too much to work with. The yeah. uh, he was funny the first time in the uh cooking segment. You gotta but, be in three commercials. Yeah, he just like kept getting a bits. He, he like got he got bit after bit after bit after bit. B. Arthur had one bit and she committed to it and she nailed it. Her singing that song to all the bar patrons. Incredible! I yeah, was, I was, I was, uh, I was yeah. into it, and I was out of it. Good stuff. Good stuff. You see Harvey Corman teach Lumpy how to put together a radio for five minutes, <laughs> yeah. and it's just boring. What, with what the mime. fuck was that? With that was mime, so not even bad. actual product. He was just miming the entire circuit board, <laughs> yeah, which is and then, like, nuts. He just stops and like hitches and starts again. Incredible that they they just kept that. Yeah. Stephen, who did not and did work for you? I'm going to do did not work, and then we got a break for 
three minutes. Um, who did not work for me whatsoever was Itchy. I hated Itchy. <laughs> You're right, Jackson. He needed to be like a high command. Yeah. He needed to be part of the government. He what? What is he doing? Oh. Just watching pornography the entire time. Grand Baca. Yeah, he's just fucking Grand around Baca. the whole time. Grand Baca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grand Baca. <laughs> Uh, who did work for me? Horny Grandpa. He was. He was. Uh, zaddy. He, he was, was the OG Ro- Zaddy. Yeah, the OG Robert De Niro. <laughs> Robert De Niro. No, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> if Robert De Niro. <laughs> Harvey Keitel. If Harvey Keitel or Robert De Niro played that character, it would be a hit. I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, you know, I just want. I just want to watch Diane Carroll. Well, especially if it was Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. yeah Lumpy was played up. by a small woman named Patty Malone, and that's why Lumpy hit. That's yeah. why Lumpy hit. Hit hard. Uh, we're going to take... Point, Lumpy jumps into Harrison Ford's arms. That is the best part of That's this Nick's whole favorite movie. Part. It's my favorite part of the whole movie is when Lumpy jumps onto Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford can't handle it. That's Nick's make it fresh moment. <laughs> yeah. He needed more, more cuddling. over to Chewbacca. <laughs> right during like, that part, oh, the, uh, the uh, Imperial guy says, like, Go clean up your room. Yeah. <laughs> After yeah. they break apart the Tauntaun. Favorite quote. Favorite quote in the whole movie. The Imperial guy in the movie in the New Hope, you just people are talking through radios and stuff, but his radio has a four foot long antenna that he Hell has to yeah. telescope out and put back in. I mean, he is far away from the mothership. Now start for our favorite segment. Uh replace an actor with an animal. Um we can also replace aliens with animals or uh, animals with aliens or humans with aliens. Yep, I, yep, it's yep. really up to you. Dealer's choice. I'm going to replace Chewy, you know what? Since this is not, uh, since it's generally not canon, you know what? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna replace Art Carney with a snake. You're an asshole. You took exactly what I was. Gonna... He's a snake oil, snake oil uh, salesman. <laughs> no, I was gonna replace Art Carney with a slug boy. He's gonna be in the new <laughs> slug boy because uh, I really loved the slug character that was in the cantina uh, with B. Arthur. Okay, no, I'm changing Millennium Falcon into a falcon, and so it's just it's just a falcon flying on the screen. And it's just going like yeah, a, like a yeah. flying whale in space, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'd be incredible to watch. It's the Wilzix of uh, of Millennium Falcons. <laughs> Jackson, Jackson, who would you replace with an animal? I'm gonna replace Mark Campbell with a golden retriever because on top of all the makeup, <laughs> he has some really bad highlights going on. His hair's so much more blonde than usual. His hair is crazy blonde in this movie, <laughs> but I'm glad that the animated movie, like they they watched it and they're like, oh, we got to make him way more blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, he looks. Yeah, he looks like he's he belongs in a Pixar movie with <laughs> every, that amount of makeup. Every animated, yeah. every animated character looked like they were alligator people, and then Mark Hamill just showed up, and you're like, "What the fuck <laughs> is that, Mark Hamill? <laughs> yeah. That might be the most yeah. ridiculous part of this movie." Like, shout out to Mark Hamill. Sorry that you were in a car accident, and you yeah. was. I'm glad you survived. Yeah, really glad you survived. Yep. Also glad that you uh, got so much makeup we can't even tell who you are. <laughs> he just walked off the set of a soap opera and showed up. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It really took the heat off of Carrie Fisher, who was so high on cocaine during this time that <laughs> nobody oh, has any so idea. <laughs> she was. I cannot believe she sang at the end. The worst part. The worst part lost. of this movie was uh, Carrie Fisher being rude to Chewbacca's family. She yeah. was just like, "I don't want to talk to these Wookies. I want to talk to Chewbacca or Han." And then they're like, "They're like, they're not here." And then she's like, "Okay, well, come protect them." And it's just like you need to be more respectful, Carrie. I believe 
I believe Carrie Fisher insisted she sing to be in it. Actually. She did. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. They said that that was, was the turning the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, Luke was also supposed to sing a song, and he convinced them that. He can't sing. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. What are you, high? <laughs> he said that. <laughs> no, actual, he. Uh, but he was supposed to sing a song, and he quotes. convinced them not to let him do it, which was, in the long run, a great choice. <laughs> Even though I would take that in a second. They're like, Nick, we need you to write a song, uh, Star Wars related, and uh, yeah, go. And I'd be like, oh, put me in the lab, motherfuckers. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Turn my headphones up. Can, I'm about to spit some game right here. Can we, can we revisit the budget? No. Why? And add the yeah. amount of cocaine price that no. was probably used. <laughs> no, because it's a question. You know what cocaine cost back movie? then, Kyle? <laughs> Cost you two Big Macs and a Coke. That's how much it costs. That's probably at least another $5 million because all of them were had to be convinced in some sort of fashion to do this movie. Speaking a real reason why it went over budget was because it took so long to film because they didn't build yeah. the costumes for the aliens or Wookiees right. And they got too hot and they had to... You could only wear it for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh my god, we didn't even say we didn't even say my favorite trivia. Yeah, Nick's favorite trivia. My during, favorite yeah. trivia was during the Nick cantina scene. Yeah, cantina scene. All the uh, this cantina scene took an entire day to shoot. The actors in the alien costumes began to pass out due to the lack of oxygen. Oxygen tanks were provided to them between takes later on. <laughs> One of the writers said that he there was two original writers. The first writer never visited set. After they uh, kicked him off the show. The second writer did take his kid to set for the cantina scene, but then had to take his kid away because of all the people passing out due to lack of oxygen inside of the costumes. Unbelievable. <laughs> how could they not how could happened. they not add that into the movie? You just seeing like that guy in like the uh the giant squid head just being like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Greedo Gre- just fucking going. Yeah. What if Greedo just like passed out? Yeah. <laughs> just going down. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of funny sequences, it's now time for the top five. Top five. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do. The sequences, sequences slash segments of segments of, of the, the holiday special. The variety segments, I think. Yes. Unless we can think of a better Star Wars one. Do you do you want to do a better no, no, Star no, Wars no, one? No, 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 no. I think this, this is, is good. This I is think pitch this is perfect. Good. This is pitch perfect. Okay. One through five. Go right ahead. I'm going to do, I'll do all mine in a row. I'm going to start with number five. Number five segment. So I'm counting... Each, like, bit, you know, it's like the SNL bits. I'm not counting, like, the overall story or anything. My number five is the electronic segment with Harvey Corman. Terrible. Just kidding. That's gone. That's gone. Jefferson Starships, number Ooh. five. Yep. That one didn't make it. Jefferson Starships, number five. Number four, Holographic Circus. Holographic Circus? Couldn't take my eyes off of it. I looked at it. I did not understand that scene. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Kyle. That was the beauty of it. The beauty of it is the beginning. That, the beauty of it is, is that like you're like. <laughs> it, it's... You're beginning to go down this train <laughs> that you don't know that you're going down. That's what that, I felt like. Kyle, happening. that is exactly right. It's the it's the guys. It's the kid sitting down. It's the lumpy sitting down, sticking his little hand in there, his little uh, chewy baka hand. 
And uh, just being like, wow, we are fucked up and get ready to go on a journey. Like, that's what's going to happen. So that's why it's my number four. My number three is Sexy Song. Sexy Song. Diane Carroll. <laughs> Diane Carroll. It's only number three because why? Because why? It really just made me feel weird. Feel more weird than anything. Number two, animated. I came for the beer and the bitches. Animated segment. Uh, you know what? I'm getting rid of the animated segment. I don't need it at all. Boo. Number two is Chewie coming back home, including the Han throwing the guy out. That's fair. Han beats up the bad guys. Chewie looks at Mala. They almost cry together. Incredible stuff. Number one. The cooking segment. The cooking segment wow. is incredible. No, no. There's, it is. Whip, whip, <laughs> yeah, I did not. I I did not get Please that stop. scene whatsoever. How no. could you watch this segment and not be enthralled and wonder no. what is happening? No, it is so crazy. That's because... the type of commercial that, or the segment that I would see waiting in line at Space Mountain or uh, at Chuck E. Cheese. While, no, no, this while is just, the commercial uh, I see every day on when I, because uh, I work for television, and uh, we see these infomercials all the time. They're like air fryers. Air fryers are fucking great. No, if I oh, yeah. if I could watch an air fryer commercial, but it was this guy doing the cooking commercial, I would watch it. For 24 hours. I agree with that. Because before he puts every ingredient into the pot, he eats it first. And then he becomes obsessed with eating it. (laughs) And then, I don't know. The the comedy, out of this world. Okay. Number one. Now, what's your number one? That's what I got. Oh, your number one's your cooking segment. That's right. Um, Jackson, please please shine some light into this darkness. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. Number five, I'm gonna go with circus. Fair. Because again, like that's it's just a small taste of what you're gonna get for the next hour and a half. The blue pill. The circus is like almost the indescribable. Going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. That's what that scene is. <laughs> yeah. If also, if you don't change the channel, it means you're in for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. And the circus starts by the grandpa very clearly reaching for a cassette tape and just putting it in something because it couldn't get anything that looks like science fiction. It's just a cassette tape. (laughs) Um, Then I'm going to go with the cantina. We get Beatrice Mm -hmm. Arthur singing to a giant rat, which is just beautiful. Actually, that character is now canon as well. Yes. Her character. Her character is? Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah, in the... 40th anniversary for New Hope, a book was released with her character in it. Yep. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not B. Arthur, but it's it's a character that looks like, like B. Arthur. Well, no, the character's name as well. It's, I think it's like Armac or something like that. Armac! <laughs> Me <laughs> Armac the Great. <laughs> it's A. Arthur. So, Close so to B. Four. Uh, Carthur. I'm going to go with um, when we first meet Art Carney, and he has a store in Imperial Guy Company. Yeah. And he just tries selling him things. Yeah, that's what like I like. Some, like, like grooming tool or something and a mini fish tank. And then he tries speaking in code to Mala. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you got that shaggy me. carpet <laughs> coming yeah, it's in. It's a great scene. Yeah. You, you, I'm sending it's my a, carpet to you, and then it's made by hands solo. Yeah, hands. <laughs> he did it solo. The hand delivery solo. <laughs> so stupid. I hated that so much. Yeah. I hated that horrible. so much. <laughs> um, then I'm going to go with the sexy song. Cause yeah, at Diane that Carol. point, I, it's, it's, it's unforgettable what's it's, happening it's unforgettable really is like it it it's a total break from the movie and then it gets really horny oh. so horny like so hor- it's it, horny on main it's horny on main the, and i love it it like she says like i'm your fantasy i am what you desire yeah she, she says i can see you're excited <laughs> i can yeah. see you're excited multiple times so she says that, but then it still cuts to him in the living room, and you hear him grunting. And in the background, you can see the other family members just hanging out. So it it doesn't let you forget that he's in the middle of the living room doing this. Well, that's the future. The future is we all watch porn on our own times, and the, you're not responsible for other people being in the room while you're in while you're on your porn adventure. Oh, I think that's on shared time when you're in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that's number two. And then one, I'm going to go with the animated one because it gives us like, it might have the only thing with redeeming qualities in it. <laughs> the Boba Fett. Yeah. Like it's, we see a mythosaur as well. A what? <laughs> a mythosaur? <laughs> um, the thing Boba Fett's writing. Educate, oh, yeah. Educate yeah, us. Yeah. Mandalorian symbol. I believe as, that's educate a, us Tatooines. <laughs> Yeah, which means uh, simple people, as as the movie suggested. <laughs> the best the best part of this movie was the intro into the Tatooine the, segment. The life like, on Tatooine. It's like life on Tatooine to make you feel better for not living life on Tatooine. Hey, at least you're not here. Incre- that was the most genuine laugh I got in the movie. Yeah, yeah. The creators of the Jersey Shore saw that and thought, "I have an idea." Oh, <laughs> hold on, Floor Bama Shore, I got your bait. Um. All right. Great. Great top five. Uh, my top five sequence. Number five, you got to you gotta set the table. And what better way to set the table is with the 10 minutes of, of wiki conversation <laughs> that we have no idea what it's about that's only told through body language. It's a great way to set the table in regards to what the special is. Not. Okay, so we didn't like, mention... No subtitles. We didn't mention that, that the two... Just... We didn't mention the two first writers for this movie were very well-versed in mime writing. You know, we need to know that. They... They were yeah, that'd be mime, great to know. They were mime writers. The reason this they were Star Wars fans and mime writers, and then they got brought onto this movie, wrote the first draft, and then it got punched up by all the like late night writers. That's why this movie is a fucked up version of mime writing and and we, late night writing. We are a pro mime podcast for uh just to give a heads up for our future mime podcast <laughs> for our future episode, uh yep. Saving Silverman. Next month. Uh yeah, sure. Um, so number five is the, is the wiki conversation. Uh, number four, we're going to roll with, uh, portal. I'll, no, I'll roll. You got to talk about the portal. Oh, wow. The portal. You got to choose portal. I, that's my number four is the portal where, where they go yeah. and celebrate life day by walking through a wormhole <laughs> with a bunch of candles yeah. that they apparently bought across the street at, at, at Michael's. Yeah, no, they told an assistant to just go buy all the candles they could get. Yeah. So that was a pretty epic I moment. I some film tricks. That yeah. was a pretty epic moment. We need to think about how many like important movie choices have been made by production assistants because their director told them to go get something. Yeah. <laughs> or like, 
the fact that the director got to the final scene and then was told they don't have the budget to do anything for <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, when when, when do they shoot the final scene final? I never heard of that for a movie. I always thought it was always staggered shots. No, you can shoot in sequence if, if you want. Yeah, wh- who are you? Who are you, fucking fucking Sidney Pollock? You Emmy? <laughs> yeah, you are uh, the room? Is this the room? Yeah, who is this? Who is this, Tommy Wiseau? Uh, my number three uh, would have to be the Diane Carroll uh, sequence, because how could you not include that? Number two, Jefferson Starship, because that guy preluded Train in regards to his pipes. That guy's got some serious pipes, no, whoever, that, whoever that singer is. That sequence Jefferson is Starship. maybe the worst part of the movie. Uh, number they one actually, sequence. They released that song as a single as well. If, it was, of they did. if, if Grace Slick sang that song, game changer. Game changer. You Aut- are the shining star. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> automatically better. Automatically better. I'm just saying. Uh, my number one, uh, obviously, is the cantina. All the cantina scene because you had uh, B. Arthur acting like Maud, uh, turning down the fellow who drinks out of his uh, out of the top of his head. <laughs> you had all the all the greatest hits from the cantina scene from the first Star Wars. Same masks, actually, too. Yeah, and he had B. Arthur singing. Like, how, how could you not appreciate that little uh, segment? I would watch, I talked to Steven about this, I would watch Cheers, but Cantina version. How is that not a Disney Plus uh, How could you series? not, well, no, Disney Plus, it'd be Disney Plus. Disney Plus uh, Plus, it's like it's yeah, always sunny, but the tattooing yeah, yeah. Cantina, <laughs> B. Arthur as Dennis. Yeah, it makes it like. They're going to backdoor pilot that on The Mandalorian with a bottle. Yeah, of yeah a little, a little bit more hardcore, you know. You oh, it's the it's the Cantina it's the Cantina owner from the pilot of The Mandalorian, the that uh, that gruff feller. Yeah, that's what it was. The Quarren. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, whatever you said, loser, nerd, <laughs> nerd alert. Are we doing a game, or has this been enough of a game as it is just discussing this special? <laughs> now it's time for the games portion of the evening. We're all pitching an old holiday uh, special. Real quick, we pitch a spe- we pitch our own holiday special. Doesn't uh, have to be Christmas. Doesn't have to choose, be non-denominational. Yeah, we each choose a different holiday. How about that? Sure. Say the plot of the uh, holiday special. Jackson, you got the you got the rules. I'm going first. Yeah. No, you don't have to go first. Should do, unless oh, you're should ready. Do a holiday and then another movie franchise. Just like oh wait, we are, we're not keeping it within Star Wars. Ladies and oh, gentlemen, it's, it's Star the, Wars. It's Star no, Wars. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's the Star Avengers Wars? holiday okay. special. That's right. Starring, <laughs> yeah, starring Captain America, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk, <laughs> Iron Man, uh, or the corpse of Iron Man. I, I guess that's the other option. It. Yeah, we either go other thing, but we should hey, keep yeah. it Star Wars. Hey, it's hey. our only Star Wars episode. You're interfering with my Avengers holiday special. It's our only Star Wars episode. Thanos has stolen the star from the Christmas tree. It is up to little Captain America to save the day. Nobody can pick up this Santa Claus. <laughs> I can do this until nap time. No, we're doing any holiday. Star Wars. Star thing. Wars, any holiday. Okay. Uh, this is a holiday special uh, that is hosted by uh, Senator Palpatine. It takes place during Election Day. And it encourages everybody from the galaxy to vote. And it cuts to interstitial... Uh, 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 montages and video clips of different cultures across the galaxy pitching into doing the right thing to vote. Um, it includes the Battle of Naboo, uh, a la stock footage. It includes uh, sl- 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 sly and snide uh, allusions to Senator Palpatine becoming the emperor. Um, it has a lot of Hayden Christensen. 
Is that your day? Yeah, that's election day. Election, <laughs> election day special. Day. <laughs> the the Star Wars election day special where you can vote for democracy. Does it end with uh, Jar Jar giving up his rights to uh, the uh, no, he becomes a Palpatine? senator. No, he becomes Palpy? a senator. No, Classic it's Palpy. It's Palpy just uh, being a uh, being a cool zaddy b- uh, prior to uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. So this is how democracy dies: the thunderous applause. <laughs> I wish you had the drop for I am the Senate. No, I have it. I have that it. was good enough, Kyle. No, Actually, that was almost it. No, Kyle, I have the drop. Are you ready? I am the Senate. <laughs> Jackson, what do you have for us? Well, I was going to do... Um, the Palpatine Election gonna... Day special? Well, you got beat, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was going to do that. <laughs> Gonna do my School of Rock Star Wars apparently. <laughs> Cello. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's a callback <laughs> to our previous episode. Um, I was I was thinking like the New Year's Eve or Valentine's Day movies Ooh. where it's just a ton of different actors yeah. and it but it's just like one big like webbed romance. But I also thought something like you could also do like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street with mm-hmm. Elon Sleazebagano Sleazebagano. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. You know what he's talking about? It's like he's speaking Spanish. I'd watch the fuck out of both of those Who is Fleek Pagano? (laughs) Kyle, explain Uh, who Fleek Pagano is. Is that Chuck Pagano's nephew? (laughs) No, it's Fleece Bagano is his last name because he's a Fleece Oh, Sleaze Bagano. Okay. <laughs> like him getting his life together, realizing like the miracle of like, oh. the and his family. No, no, he's it, the guy that tries to sell Obi-Wan death sticks in episode yeah, two. He's oh. He had sex with Greedo for a minute and Wait. regretted it. Are you talking about Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life? Wait, shoot. Which one am I talking about? Are you talking the, the It's a Wonderful Life is when George Bailey tries to commit suicide and the angel visits That's It's him. a Wonderful Life. Yes, that that okay. was the one. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, Miracle on 34th Street is like the Santa Claus at the department store says he's the actual Santa Claus and they <laughs> yeah. put him on trial. Oh, yeah, no. I, yeah, well, I got <laughs> <laughs> they need to remake that. Classic, <laughs> and make classic. it And make it a serious movie with make Barry him, Oldman. Yeah, make him Trump, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. I am the actual president. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Nick. Uh, I believe it's your turn. No, what was Jackson's actual actual pitch? That was it. That was it. Which one? He said two. I was on right. board with he, both of them. But uh, yeah, no. The, the second doesn't, one. doesn't matter. I, I okay, know. the second I'm one. I'm confusing the, one. the movie again with the, between the two. That's okay. That's okay. Please, Bogano. Okay. Uh, it's just it's a lot to choose from. Yeah, sure. But I'm going to go with... Um, the classic. Number one. Well, French Surrender Day, when the French surrendered to the Germans in 1944. That's right. Nick's favorite national holiday. Number one holiday of all time. Everybody's favorite. It's the Star Wars holiday special. Spring break. That's right. Spring break. <laughs> God damn it, you fucker. I do it. I do it. <laughs> you saw me raring back on spring break. You saw my spring break in my neck. You saw Go it in my ahead. neck while I was Go saying it. Go ahead. God damn it. That's so perfect. No, I we're going to. Uh, please do spring break. <laughs> the best. 
Star Wars Spring Break! All your favorite friends are out here and about, and they're all here having a fucking good time. Have you ever seen Luke oh, drunk wild time? Luke drunk off his ass, Chewbacca slurring so you can't hear the... Oh, shit's getting crazy here on Star Wars Spring Break on the planet of... Fuck if I give a shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck if I give a shit. Utopia. God. Uh, yeah, it, it's straight to video, but uh, straight to Pornhub is really what no, it is. No, it's straight to video that you can buy for uh, nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're bringing back the old pay model, the old GDW model, VHS, Girls Gone Wild model. Kyle, which holiday special are you investing your time and or money to, and or soul? Um. Steven, you mentioned Hayden Christensen. You're automatically out. <laughs> That's, That's horrible. Just an You're... automatic cut. What's happened to you, Regis? <laughs> Nick, your idea is a little far-fetched. I'm too sorry. sexual, I'm Kyle? Go... Is it too Wait, sexual for you, Kyle? Far-fetched like your favorite Pokemon or just far-fetched? <laughs> like my favorite Pokemon? No. It's you not take that dog. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Jackson's great, great. idea. Jackson, uh, Elon, please Pagano. We don't even yeah, know yeah, what we don't even know what Jackson's idea was, and he still Sleaze won. Please Pagano, unbelievable Super Bowl winning coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Jim Caldwell. <laughs> okay, let's let's Tony Dungy. really quick. Oh, Tony Dungy, that him too. <laughs> really quick, really quick. We'll all choose three music acts to be in the new holiday special, along with three actors to be in random sections. Okay, off the top of your head, it's got to be as fast as possible. Steven, go. Hayden Christensen, Liam Neeson, and 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 and, and uh, Pedro Pascal. Okay, those are your three actors. Uh, Jackson, your three actors. Go. Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac. Ewan McGregor. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Oh. Uh, nope, you're done. No, that. No, I thought that. I'd do music too, right? Uh, no, wait, music. Wait, wait. You, 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 you got some time to think about it. I'm gonna go with my three oh. actor, my three actors, Jesse Plemons, wow. uh, Jesse Plemons with crazy wow. makeup, and wow. Jesse Plemons, you wow. where he's unrecognizable. Steven, your three, wow. three performing artists. Go. Uh, Jefferson Starship. Uh, 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 <laughs> just bring him back. <laughs> Are they all alive? <laughs> the terrible. And Carol. Uh, Foo Fighters. Uh, uh, Foo Fighters. Uh, <laughs> Foo Fighters and then uh, Devil Driver. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jackson, three musical artists. Go. Neutral Milk Hotel. Nice. <laughs> okay, yeah, great choice, great choice. <laughs> Sex Panther. Eminem. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, good choice. Good no, choice. That's fair. That's he, fair. He's you just need... going to yell a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Death then... Grips. Han Solo. You know Bob Oh, Carcola. no, 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 not Han Solo. San Holo. <laughs> San Holo. Oh, get, a little, get a little, uh, get a little uh, ambient music going on. I like that. And uh, we'll your... do some Harry Styles as well. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you got to get the kids. You got to get, the, get the kids on board. Rapid you got to get the kids. I'm Rapid going fire. Phoebe Bridgers, Phoebe Waller Bridge, and Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe from Friends. Yeah, from Friends. Those are my three <laughs> artists. Oh yeah, yeah. Smelly <laughs> Cat. Those right. are my three artists. Good job. Good job. I think Kyle still picks Jackson, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm choosing Jackson. Who cares movies. what Kyle thinks? God damn it! Final We're thoughts. All that out. This final thoughts. 
I, I'm glad that this is going to be our second lost episode. That's my <laughs> that's my final thought. It's it's not. It won't be. It will be because the way you're going to edit this, Kyle. Final thoughts is I have no idea what I watched. I, I have no idea what we talked about. I didn't think that this was like this. It is. Yeah, like I this. did not. I did not think it was people, this bad. People told me the the, holo- the Star Wars holiday special. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you watch this thing? It is uncrazy. Have Believable. you guys not seen this before? No. 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 <laughs> um, no, here's here's a here's a question. We do the better than the big green question. Is this movie better than big big green? It's an easy answer for this. Um, I'll re- introduce this one as a, as a quick uh, uh, Star Wars pitch, since I know at least one person in this room has watched it. Yeah, is this movie better than Star Wars: The Clone Wars animated film? I think. Well, uh, no, no, it's not. It's not better. I. No, but I, I but mean, the other one is bad allegedly. It's, I mean, it's it's not the greatest thing to ever go on a screen. But, but it's better than the holiday special. It's like if you like the show as yeah, premise. Well, I'm standing up now, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's time for the Star Wars fight. I'm going to talk about the animated movie. Jackson, now for this three is, hours. yeah, Jackson. This is one of our only times where we're able to talk about Star Wars. So we need to talk about Star Wars. It's time to get down. All the listeners who are out have been fucking out. Now they're in. Let's go. Kyle, Jackson. Jackson, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Go. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's uh, you know, obvious choice. I mean, Kyle, the, go. Yeah. Um I mean, Empire. I love Empire. It's the best movie out of all the Star Wars. But what's I just, the best like, personally, one? Personally, personally, I like Return of the Jedi. Just I mean, that's cause a basic B. Just kidding. Okay, Stephen, what's your number one Star Wars film? Rogue One. Ah, uh, ooh, that is. That's I, why we love you. That's why we love you. I believe that movie belongs in the top five conversation of all Star Wars movies for sure. Some people don't think so. It's only second to Revenge of the Sith. The Revenge of the Sith is no. the number no. one. No, Star you're all wrong. Wars you're all wrong. You're all wrong. You're all wrong. Guess only what? One. Guess what, fools? Guess what, fools? The Last Jedi. That's the best one. That's the. That's best my one. number two. Oh, good. What's your number one? Sorry, Jackson. Jackson, I said yeah. Empire, but I, yeah, that's, that's the basic, simple. No, age. Jackson, we need to bring it up. Remember, so the last time we had you on, we did, we, I, I think we brought this up. I'm not sure if we did, but you and Kyle had a small disagreement. Uh, well, you were very anti Last Jedi, Jedi until it became your second favorite movie. And then Kyle. I was never anti. It grew on you. It grew though, on like, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm the you. same way. I wasn't a fan of it when I went and saw it in theaters, and I saw it by myself, and fully I was like, all right, this is a little weird. Yeah, you got a lightsaber and, in the pants. Yeah, it grew Man, on me. Hold on, a lightsaber <laughs> in the pants. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very, it has a lot of Star Wars DNA in it, and it takes chances. Okay. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's we we saw the debate I, has I mean, been I can solved. I talk about that yeah. movie for hours if you want. Yeah, the no, debate we, has been we solved. We laid it to rest. No, Kyle wants to talk no, about we're it. Not and doing, how bad we're not doing a Star Wars podcast. We're not a Star no, Wars. No, I think it. I think it's in the top five conversation as well. It's not I don't think it's. I think it is. You don't too. say that on the mic. I think it is too. You don't say that off the mic. I think it is too. Yeah, it is. It's top three, if you ask me. 
top three uh, Star Wars films, if you ask me. But no one's asking. Uh, final right, thoughts. Uh, Steven, what's your top three? My top three? Go, Steven. Uh, Rogue One. Now it's time for the top three. <laughs> yeah, are we doing that? I thought we were doing that. Yeah, no, we're doing top three right now. All I right, mean, top three. No, nobody's still listening, no, no so pr- there's no point to not doing yeah, it. Yeah, no shit. Okay, now it's time for the top three. <laughs> top three? <laughs> top three. Um, now I know why only Steven does that every single time. <laughs> Cut that part out, Kyle. <laughs> no, no particular order. Rogue One, Return of the Jedi. Uh, last Jedi. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> how do you not like the first 30 you know, minutes of not, Return of the Jedi? How do you not have New Hope or Empire in there? <laughs> because Return of the Jedi is so much better the first 30 minutes. Uh, first 30 fucking... minutes of, of, of Return of the Jedi is one of the best sequences ever. I don't know. My favorite crazy theory shit. on that first 30 minutes of Return of the Jedi is that each of them has their own different plan they're trying to do individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just luck into it. Yep. Return yep. of the Jedi is my OG favorite movie, but I don't know if it still holds up. I'd rewatch Why? it. Why? It's my number one. Kyle, you go. You're top three. Kyle, go. It's Return of the Jedi, Empire, and then it's a toss-up between Rogue One and Last Jedi. <laughs> but I'm, I'm leaning towards Rogue One because I fully appreciate just a non- you're like a non-Skywalker story. And it's outside, and it, it, it one actor makes Rogue about... One better. Alan Tudyk <laughs> changed my mind. And the last forty-five digs. minutes two of Rogue digs. One is amazing. Day digs, yeah. <laughs> is that what you said? Two digs. Oh, two digs. So, yeah, I go Return, Empire, and then Rogue One, and then it'd be Last Jedi. Great, Kyle. We're not talking about top four. Probably Force Awakens. Great. T, which is horrible. Jackson, top <laughs> three, go. Probably Empire, Last Jedi, and then A New Hope. But there's no, like, no, like I'm good. You have to. It's all really bunched together. It's like for number three, it's kind of whatever I've seen most recently. You OG son of a B. I like, get it. Jackson. Rogue One I could be that. in there. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, no. Return of the Jedi and Rogue One and New Hope are all like. Right Jackson's together. right. That's why I'm going solo. A uh, Star Wars story number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it, you boys. We're cutting all that out. Number one <laughs> is New Hope. Number two is Rogue One. Number three is Empire. That's uh, that's the right way to do it. Number four Great. is Return to Jedi. <laughs> ha! Gay! You know what? I just can't handle Ewoks not being in my top three. You're right. I'm going to replace number one with uh, Return of the Jedi. Wow. <laughs> and that's why you have Rise of Skywalker through number Good one. Good God. Can we end this? <laughs> oh, I hate Rise of Skywalker. Oh, it's a horrible movie. I Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Time to re-rate. Uh, 27 was the original rating was the original for the holiday consensus. I say it is a zero. I think it's like a six. No. It's not watchable. No, no, it has it has redeeming value in that it is incredible to watch because you can't turn it off. I I could turn it off. It's train wreck. It's train wreck material, but not good train wreck. Jackson, material. what you got? What what are you gonna rewrite? Bloody it as? train wreck. I mean, I, I don't want to price is right. Um, One dollar here, but I was gonna go with five. Five percent. I like it. Yeah, I like it better than seven, six. Kyle. Yeah, it's zero. It's zero. Kyle, Sorry. Kyle, you have one second to re-rate it. Zero. There you okay, go. Okay, well, good, good job. fine. Good job. Good job. 
Uh, do you have a blurb that you want to give this, Nick? Yeah. Uh, holiday special, emphasis on special, emphasis on holiday, emphasis on don't watch. My blurb is, I got specialed by this holiday. <laughs> uh, bleep all that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, bitch. Jackson, do you have a blurb? Watch it so you can say you did yeah, it's like losing your virginity. You just have to do it. That's, that's my blurb. <laughs> so you can say you saw the holiday special. <laughs> and now it's time for a real recommendations. Uh, I'm going to recommend the Lego mm. Star Wars holiday special. I've heard Lego, it's actually Lego very special. good. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was great. So uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna say do that one. See that? See again? Animated? That makes sense. Yeah, it's the way to do it. <laughs> so it's Kyle, Ka- big Kyle you were man. right. Kyle, did it, are you an executive producer, Kyle? EP. Did you get it? You get an EP credit? And I wish. But a Kit Kat. Yeah, Kyle, you had that credit. You wouldn't even know. The fact that this movie was even made, we would have to pay you to be on this. It's not a movie. It's a holiday special, Kyle. Get it right. It's horrible. Uh, Jackson, any real recommendations that you have? Any new media that that you're all about? Um, what I've watched, I've I've been watching The Mandalorian, which if you like Star Wars, watch that. Okay, fair. Um, and Maybe I'm also late comment. to the game on this, but I recently watched Fantastic Mr. Fox for the first time. Nice. Oh, oh wow, the best. Oh, West- wow, that's great. Great movie. Yeah, it was best very Anderson. Fun. The best best yeah. besterson that I have still yet to watch. Yeah, you still haven't seen it, huh? Yeah, still, that you or, or Budapest. It. Yeah, I haven't seen Budapest. Oh, wow. You guys oh, have Budapest? Some... <laughs> I love Budapest. <laughs> you guys got some big blank spots. I um, have that on Blu-ray because I love that movie. Waiting so for uh, Ricky F- Tiki Tavity. FMF is legitimately... I got the Criterion, and it comes with a little poster. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Congrats. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. My real recommendation... I don't think I have one. Shit, I did have one. Oh man, a well-balanced diet. Awkward. Uh, plenty of the good Lord Bird on the Showtime. <laughs> did I talk about that already? I feel like I talked about that in the previous episode. The Good Lord Bird, a uh, Ethan Hawke vehicle, is a limited series that talks about John Brown, the abolitionist, uh, and oh, I've and heard the about that era of bloody Kansas. And who? Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Hawke. <laughs> who? Ethan. Ethan Falcon. <laughs> Ethan Millennium Falcon. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's on Showtime. Good biopic or f- f- uh, narrative fictional biopic. Well, as always, uh, thank you, Jackson, for uh, taking the time to hang out with us virtually. Thank you uh, for having me, gentlemen. I'm sorry that you possibly will get coronavirus and will die. I hope you don't. Uh, Kyle, you can cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, a little, this little strong name. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, let me read it. Jackson, it's I'm just sorry. Just a light fever. Thank you, Jackson, for hanging out with us uh, on this Tuesday night. Uh, happy holidays to everybody. Happy Star Wars holidays. Happy Life Day. I hope. Happy, happy life, life Day. day. Happy, life, happy day. life Day. You know, I'm going to admit you. that I didn't know that Life Day was the death of the Death Star Day. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing. And I'm really happy that it is. Uh, I'm glad that I got some more Star Wars knowledge today. I'm glad that I got to hang out with uh, Jackson and Kyle and Steven. I'll uh, yeah. be virtually, but uh, good to see, good to hear all of you. Yeah. And uh, as we always say, keep it real. We stay rotten. Yeah. Tune in for well, our next episode. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, we got a big New Year's episode coming up. Yeah. Anniversary episode. Another 20 year. Sm- 20 oh, yeah. year smoking hot, as in we smoking up. I don't think I'll remember Great. most of the episode, just like this one. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Goodbye now. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye now. Kyle has to get in his goddamn set. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes are gotten You ought to film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah. <laughs>